Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Guess where I am? I am in the closet of the second bedroom in Mike and I's new apartment. So we just moved in. We spent, I guess, like all evening Thursday and Friday, and then pretty much all day Saturday, um, moving shit and arranging shit as pretty much pulled together. Now we just have a few, um, minor things to move and then have, um, what was, what am I trying to say? Oh, I have to clean my old apartment and we have to hang shit up on the walls, but that's always like last thing, right? Cause you just, who cares? It's the walls. Um, it's a really gorgeous two bed, two bath up in Laguna beach. Um, really close to downtown. It's a great little spot, only a little fourplex. So we don't have a ton of neighbors. It's really quiet, a ton of windows, exposed beams. Like, oh my God, it's fucking gorgeous. Um, and we, <laughs> have realized that, um, you know, we eat a lot of food and um, Costco is our new best friend. So we just moved in together, which marked my 10th move in the last 12 years. I move a lot. If I stay in one place too long, I start feeling itchy and annoyed by my surroundings. Was that wall always that color? Were my neighbors always so annoying? Was the drive home always so tiresome? Moving frequently uh, doesn't come free of cost, though, with the security deposit and first month's rent and uh, probably an added pet fee and a moving truck and moving boxes, not to mention the hours of packing and unpacking and arranging. Every time I move, I find new things to discard or give away, but usually not to sell. Nobody, I don't think, would probably want all my old shit anyway. But why on earth did, uh, you know, I moved that ukulele seven times. I've done that. I've moved a ukulele across the country for nothing. Like I never used it. <laughs> I never once touched it. Once uh, when moving from my college town to Chicago, I thought I threw my passport away. And I literally went dumpster diving to find it. I never did find it in the dumpster, though, because it was safely tucked away with all my other important documents. Documents are uh, like a total pain in the ass to move. Uh, not to mention to have. Like, we're expected to just hold on to a birth certificate or a social security card. Like, it's a motherfucking card. It's as big as a credit card, and you're just supposed to never lose it ever in your fucking entire life. Or what? I don't know what happens if I lose it. <laughs> I'm not trying to find out. Because I previously lived in 250 square feet, I didn't have that much because I couldn't have that much. When I downsized to move into that apartment, I felt a literal weight lift off my shoulders. It was such a relief to not have so much shit. Having less feels just like, like there's more space in your brain, maybe. Like there's less to take care of. Um, you can do more. You can go more places. You have less you don't have to spend as much time cleaning or um, arranging your thing or whatever. Like there's just not as much to take care of. Um, but the apartment that I just moved out of, I thought at first was charming, but it kind of took on a darker hue. The neighbors woke me up in the middle of the night. One was a <clears throat> quote unquote drug dealer. Another cornered me one day uh, to espouse the benefits of drinking silver. The toilet and shower erupted with water, seemingly unprompted. My cat had persistent fleas last summer and I fought them tooth and nail, but fleas are insidious little bastards and they never seemed to completely die. The washer and dryer continually broke down and I continually traveled to my bank to request more quarters for aforementioned decrepit machine. But I was walking distance to the ocean, and sometimes when I felt my anxiety ripping apart my shoulder blades, I walked down to the sand to smell the ocean air and remind myself that I am nothing, and nothing matters, and it's all going to be okay. Mike and I talked about moving in together for months. 
our idea uh, was at first to move into his place, but I didn't like that idea for a few reasons, um, not the least of which was that we both worked from home and his apartment measured under 600 square feet in size. It was not that big. Watching him move all of his things, I wondered how I would have ever fit. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you have a lot of shit. Like, I, there would have been no room for my own stuff. Agreeing to move in with a romantic partner feels akin to saying, I'm okay with you. All of you, your snoring and twitching legs, your hair in the sink, how you look in the morning, how you smell after a long day. Mike loves me despite my early morning alarms and rigid defecation schedule, and I love him despite his need to leave every light on all of the time. Usually he cooks, it's better for both of us that way, and I do the dishes. Once a quarter, I fire up the oven and make something only slightly better than what you might order at Applebee's. Cooking is not my forte. Every time I move, there are new but redundant problems to solve. We had a shower with a door. Now we need a curtain. There's no storage in the bathroom, or the sink faucet is backwards, or the bedroom is an odd shape, or the furniture from the old place suddenly looks odd and alien in the new place. Every time I move, I fill more and more boxes with books. When I was packing up a few days ago, I filled three and a half boxes with books, most of which I've read or at least intend to read or read again. Some of my favorites, Anna Karenina, Wuthering Heights, What I Talk About When I Talk About Running by Haruki Murakami, The Reavers uh, by Faulkner, White Oleander, Fahrenheit 451. If you're wondering, Mike and I moved into this spacious two-bedroom apartment in Laguna Beach. If you would have told me eight years ago that I'd be living in Laguna Beach, I would have laughed and then pulled up a map. I don't think I even knew where it was. Now, when I tell people that I live in Laguna Beach, the response is either, I used to watch that show or, ooh, fancy. Okay, fancy it is, right? But fancy I am not. The show, recently re-aired on Netflix, is impossible to watch. I literally got mad when Mike put it on. I was like, I can't do this. It's so stupid. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I snapped at him. I did. I was mean. I was mean to him for a stupid show. I was like, I can't watch this. He's like, oh, look, it's, it's all the places we know. And I was like, I literally don't care. I want to cry. <sighs> Moving in with someone is probably a common breaking point in relationships. Like, if you can't see yourself with a Living with uh, a guy or a woman, um, there really is no point in doing the dating dance. Usually the dance ends long before that conversation is breached. If you really love someone, like really love them, their nose hairs and tattered t-shirts and insistence on putting the roll of toilet paper on backwards probably doesn't matter. It might be difficult to love every part of a person, mostly because it is difficult to love every part of the self. I'd bargain that there are lots of parts of every person that are dark and at times unlovable, but real love can turn a blind eye to small darknesses and small annoyances and in exchange receive thousands of small, beautiful moments together. The small, beautiful moments are the things I'm looking forward to the most in this new hardwood apartment with an excess of space and toilets that do not spontaneously rage. The small, beautiful moments with Mike and the small, beautiful moments in this lush coastal city where artists and rich people and tourists converge in maddening multitudes. The seasons here are soft and marked by travelers. Right now, the dead of January is my favorite time of year. I can walk to the beach without fighting crowds. I can drive to the store without traffic jams. I can run through the hills without confused hikers asking me if I know where they may have parked their car. I can sit and watch the rain color the street like an oil painting, run in chaotic rivulets down my window pane, listen as it sings like a lullaby, and curl up safely with my cat on one side of me and the man I love on the other. The things I linked this week all pertain, pertain to moving and or 
Laguna Beach. Um, we have a guest room now. So if I know you and I'm friends with you and you don't live near me, come visit. Um, if I don't know you, probably just fuck off. But you can still come visit Laguna Beach. It's a beautiful city. It's probably going to be expensive. <sighs> and then read about the 50 best cities to live in in America based on like affordability, things to do, fucking taxes. I don't fucking know what it's like to own a home. I'm not doing that right now. Um, but probably someday I'm going to buy a house. Uh, probably an investment house first because I can't afford a house here uh, because a house in Laguna Beach, a literal shithole 800 square foot house is over a million dollars. So nobody I know is buying that house <laughs> or um, read about moving cheaply. There's all th- like there's a ton of things that you could pay for when you move. Like obviously movers. If you're moving across the country, that could be a lot. If you're moving across the country, literally don't take all your shit. Like dump your furniture, dump the shit that doesn't matter, sell it, whatever. And get new stuff when you when you move because it's so expensive to cart like an entire house worth of furniture across the country for like no real reason. I was happy in 250 square feet. I really was because it was the first time I was living by myself. And it also was um, like I'm not I wasn't home that much. So that was nice um, because well, I, I work from home. But like in the evenings I was, you know, out doing things and I would travel on the weekends. So I wasn't I'm not a big homebody. So having a big house is never something that's been like a priority for me. And um, it kept my costs of living low because I'd rather spend money on traveling and investing than my uh, an apartment, you know. So um, I was really, really genuinely happy in that apartment. Um, and I will be genuinely happy here as well. Uh, I don't think that happiness ever depends on where you live as much as people think it does. You know, people often think like, oh, if I could get out of this town, if I could get out of the city, I'll be happier. I think that only is true if you're living like with an abusive partner or something, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or if your house is like infested with roaches or something, but, um, location doesn't change your happiness as much as people think it does. And I think that, uh, you know, that's true for me. Like I could have, I was genuinely happy in my tiny shitty apartment and I'm genuinely happy here. Um, because location doesn't matter as much as people think. All right. Have a beautiful Sunday, everyone. Bye.